The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get $100 in free bets. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Roster brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out Draft Day 2.0. Starting August 9th at noon Pacific, Ryan Real Money Kramer will begin drafting for 24 straight hours. The Fantasy Football Marathon will raise money for Daryl, a loyal listener who's, who was injured in a motorcycle accident. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day for more details. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, August 5th, currently 5.07 here on the East Coast. Here to break down the games for Saturday. It'll be a turbo episode. We'll give you our lock, our dog, and our total for the Saturday action in Major League Baseball. And helping me to break it down and also give out his picks as the superstar of the show. Young talent out of the Great Lakes area is my main man, Noah Beanick. Noah, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty well, Munaf. I don't know if I'm a superstar, but I would say uh, one of my teams played like it in the Pittsburgh Pirates. They swept the Milwaukee Brewers. And, I mean, it's about time to just start force-feeding Cardinals. Win the, it's the Cardinals to win the NL Central. It is their division to lose. We've already talked about it on the podcast many times. Yeah. You were mentioning it yesterday. Yeah. I mean, this it's their they trade the Brewers traded away their closer and they got walked off twice by the Pirates in three games. This is the Cardinals division to lose. Yeah, it's it's it really is because last night when I was watching um, the Brewers and the or it was the last night of the night before, but it was the Cardinals game I was watching as well. They had the doubleheader with the Cubs yesterday and they they won both of those games. And you know I just kind of wanted to quickly check the odds on what the division odds were for the. Um, St. Louis Cardinals to yeah. uh, win the NL Central, and I, and I mentioned it in our in our Slack channel, um, you know, to to you and Dylan, and I also reached out to a couple other guys that I respect that I know baseball, and they were all on board. And I, I said that you know it was uh, at plus one fifteen. By the time uh, I went went <laughs> to go back and check, I'm guessing this happened after the Cubs, or sorry, the Cardinals beat the Cubs in the second game of the doubleheader. That number moved from plus one fifty down to plus one ten. But I still feel like. I agree with you that this is still the St. Louis Cardinals division to lose down the stretch. And we've talked about it multiple times since the trade deadline and post all-star break as well as that. They still have a second easiest schedule remaining in uh, entire MLB. I think they have seven games left head to head to go up against the Brewers. And I think they have uh, several games left in their division against the Pirates, the Cubs as well, and the Reds. So, um, yeah, I feel, I'm, a, I'm, in a, I'm glad you're in agreement with me about the Cardinals here, Noah. <laughs> yeah, on the deadline pod, I gave him out at plus 200. I think the All-Star game, it was plus 220. Yeah. And now it's plus 110. It's coming down. Everybody else is seeing it. So, yeah. I mean, I still think that's a good enough price. They're tied for the division lead right now. Um, but the other thing, I, I came in hot with the Cardinals thing. But the other thing I wanted to talk about, what's going on with your Red Sox, man? The other night, uh, Jordan Alvarez got a four strike at bat, and then last night they <laughs> last night they hit a home run off the foul pole, and Cora gets tossed. That like, what's going on over there? I would were either one of those the Red Sox fault. 
I, no, I, I don't outside, think so. <laughs> outside of the outside of the hit that they did give up to Salvador Perez, which I think at that point they were already up. The Royals were up four to three, but you know, instead of it supposed to being a three run home run, it maybe two more would have come across the plate. But the, the umpires were, I think they were wrong in that in that case where it went off of that foul pole. I mean, you know, Cora got ejected from that game, but it was I didn't even see it. Nobody really knows what he even said. Maybe he had said something to the umpire, but it, it, pro- it probably was very subtle on what, what he said to the umpire to get him tossed because it's not like he was all up in his face where, you know, and cussing up a storm. I don't know what was said. I didn't no. really read the <laughs> post-game interview either from Cora, but uh, it, it's been a weird – it's been an atrocious season for the Red Sox, to say the least, and it's been a weird past couple two series, I guess we can say, for the least for the Red Sox. Yeah, I look forward to the John Boy clip because it literally they have a zoomed up camera on Cora and he's just smiling, and then all of a sudden the umpire turns and tosses him. It, yeah, and then and then Cora lost his mind. Then maybe a couple of swear words might have leaked out. Yeah, but before that, when he got tossed, I I didn't think he did anything to deserve yeah. it. Yeah, and I was watching that game live because I did bet the Red Sox yesterday. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, it was the craziest thing to see how he got tossed out of that game. But you know, I, again, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. There's going to be a lot of uh, interesting decisions to to be made for the Red Sox uh, in the off season, but we'll get to that in the off season. Uh, anything else happening around MLB that you've noticed? Uh, no, those are the two main things that I wanted to come into the podcast mentioning. Uh, let's jump into some of these locks, t- uh, dogs, and totals. Yeah, we'll make this a short episode like we do on the weekends. Um, you know, Malcolm's he's out. Dylan's uh, busy with work. He's or he's traveling. Yeah, uh, both of them Dylan. are on vacation, right? Yeah. So me and me and uh, me and Noah here will grind it out for you guys. But before we get into the picks, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor and where you can actually get down on these picks over at WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get $100 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBets and their reduced juice in baseball games, which makes them the best place to bet on the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. So they know we sent you. That's right. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present. In the state where playthrough winbet is available, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, draft day 2.0 with the, with the, the, the man. The man is a maniac. Ryan Real Money Kramer will be drafting fantasy football best ball teams for 24 hours straight. Yeah, that's right. 24 straight hours. The drafting starts on August 9th at noon Pacific. The crew will be raising money for Daryl, a loyal listener who was injured in a motorcycle accident. You can draft with Ryan and a ton of special guests. All the details are at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. All right, Noah, let's get into our picks for the Saturday schedule. Uh, let's start it off with our total because I know you and I had some agreement on this pick, um, but it is in the same game. So uh, I'll let you leave this off here. Our, your total pick for the Saturday games in Major League Baseball. Yeah, we always try to make sure we don't duplicate a play. Um, we're kind of skinning the cat a 
few different ways in this game. So yeah. the the game is the New York Yankees and the St. Louis Cardinals. And for me, I'm going full game. Munaf has taken it some other way. He's twisting it another way. But uh, over seven and a half is the number I have right now, minus 115. Um, starting it off with a nice simple trend. Five of the Yankees' last six games have hit the over. But what this game is destined for or why this game is destined for the over is the pitching matchup. Some may say it's a revenge game for Jordan Montgomery, but the Bronx bombers are the number one team in OPS this year against left-handed pitching mm-hmm. uh, with a 806 OPS. And do you have a WRC plus uh, stat ready for your statement too? Yeah. For against left-handed pitching, um, which Jordan Montgomery is for who's starting tomorrow, uh, New York Yankees, number one, WRC plus over the last uh, 30 days. Yeah. So ticking boxes left and right here. And uh, if we get, if we think that Domingo Herman is a legit starter right now, I think we're a little crazy. Um, <laughs> in 2022, he's one and one in three starts. None of the three qual- uh, starts are quality. 639 ERA, 10 strikeouts, six walks, and 12.2 innings pitched. And there is a possibility that Monty deals against his old team, but I think more than likely, um, you know, the the – Zebra is painted in stripes for a reason, and the Yankees should be able to pounce on him, and the Cardinals will definitely be able to pounce on Domingo. So I I think this over 7.5 is a pretty easy, um, may I say, lock, even though it's not my lock. I like the over 7.5 for the game. Yeah, I'm in agreement here. Uh, I took the first five over. I believe it, since the total is, what, at nine for this game tomorrow between oh, – sorry, eight and a half. No, it's nine tomorrow, right? Um, between yeah, I know, I'm sorry, eight. I see an eight now. Yeah, it's, it's eight. Oh, I so. grabbed it at seven and a half. Okay, over like a right. half hour. Yeah, I still like it at eight though. Um, but I'm taking the first five. No, me too. Yeah, first five uh, over. If it's if it's at eight, then that number is probably going to be right at four there um, for this game. And I'm surprised to see this was uh, it's at you know this number between these two pitchers. And yeah. you, know, you highlighted everything there. Um, you know, Jordan Montgomery has been giving it up early over his last five starts against um, opponents. I know this is the first start with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, since he did get traded there, um, but. Over his last five games, Jordan Montgomery 0 and 1, 5.55 ERA. Um, you know he he's the, if you kind of even look at his final scores, um, eight four out of the last five games have gone over that number of eight uh, for the uh, Yankees final uh, final scores, and their bullpen has not been very good either. But the one thing about Jordan Montgomery is that he's been giving up the runs within those first five innings as well. To the Royals, he gave up a four spot. Um, in the fifth inning, he gave up five to the New York Mets um, his uh, couple starts ago. So, uh, and now you have Domingo Herman on the other 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 side, who this season on the road, zero and one with the eight point uh, on the road, eight point two two ERA in two games started, seven and two thirds innings pitched, seven earned runs he's allowed in that span on the road. So, I think these guys will give it up early and often. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see this game fly over the number of eight. Uh, within that first five innings, so we both can cash early and yeah. don't have to worry about sweating about it, um, uh, Noah. But yeah, I'm glad we're in agreement here about this. So you're taking the full game over seven and a half. You got it at. Are we still like it at eight? And I think yeah, I, first- I would even take it like eight and a half. I really think that Domingo Herman gets blown up, and yeah. Monty's going to contribute it a little bit. So yeah, and this is I think this this in the this series and the Dodgers and Padres series is going to be one of those series that we see uh, you know runs being put up yeah. uh, between those four teams. So. 
Um, I think I think on Saturday night, if you're looking for like one potential under, I think it was Clevenger and who's it? Anderson. Andrew Haney. Oh, Heaney. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that one could be the under because it's not okay. on national television. Um, so maybe they don't give the juice balls for that game. We'll see. <laughs> Is this a Sunday night game, too? Uh, this one's the Saturday night game, but it's not on Fox. The Fox game is uh, Cincinnati. Uh, it's yep. Cincinnati and the Brewers. So, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to see what the Sunday night game is. Uh, Good I point. I'm surprised if it's not the Padres. And, I would be surprised, too. <laughs> uh, let me see here quickly before we get into our dogs. Uh, Sunday. Yeah, it is Padres and Dodgers. Let's so it's go. Hugh, yeah, you Darvish and uh, Tyler Anderson, uh, the 6 o'clock uh, Central Time game on Sunday night. All right, Noah, let's keep the train rolling here, my man. Uh, let's get over to our dog picks of the night um, for Saturday. I will let you lead it off. What do you got? So I'm I'm going back to this game. I had it yesterday. I really liked it. I bet it. Um, and we're doing it again. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. The Pirates' money line is plus 125. The Pirates just swept the Milwaukee Brewers, like I mentioned at the top of the podcast. And in game two of the series against Baltimore, the Pirates' best pitcher, JT Brubaker, takes the mound in 2022. I mean, ignore the record. It's two and nine, but he is a pitcher for the Pirates. He's got six quality starts of those uh, 440 ERA, 376 uh, road ERA. So he's full run better on the road away from PNC. Uh, 105 strikeouts this year with only 42 walks and 104.1 innings pitched. And pitching for Baltimore is one of my favorite pitchers to fade right now uh, in this season. There's absolutely no no reason for why Austin Voth is favored in this game right now. Uh, this season, Voth is 1-1 one and one in seven starts, none of them quality, 554 ERA at home at Canham Yards, where a lot of these pitchers are pitching better with the moved left field wall back. He has a worse ERA of 573, 49 strikeouts, 16 walks, and 50.1 innings pitched. I think Malcolm kind of fell in love with my Pirates team earlier this year, and I'm kind of jumping on the train a little bit later than him. But uh, this is, again, another day that I like Pittsburgh against Baltimore. Um, yeah, I, I really like the price. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I mean, we know the Pirates are going to be underdogs and probably the rest of the way um, f- for the rest of the season. Um, but, you know, I think we saw it, you know, when we talked about the the Friday night games as well, is that I we both like the Pirates uh, in that game just because of the price. And, you know, I'm not sure that these pitchers, like you said, should be favored north of minus 140 in these games, which does create <laughs> a little bit of value on on the on the Pirates. And you know, the Pirates, I mean, they they, yeah. they swept the Brewers. They, they have some guys in that offense that can hit the ball. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go through the list because everybody knows who they are. Uh, yeah. But you know, I think there, there there's some value that is created on the Pirates here, and you talked about it. Austin Voth has just not been very good at home this season. He does have one win in uh, four starts, but that ERA is at 5.18 for him. Uh, he's got allowed 14 earned runs in 24 and one third innings pitch uh, at home. Um, so you know, JT Brubaker, he he's been pretty solid. Uh, on the road, despite being winless, his ERA is only yeah. 3.71. He just seems like he's not getting that run support yeah. um, from from his team. But I think that they're starting to hit a little bit better are the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. So hopefully that you can uh, squeak this one by uh, as your dog. Yeah, I'll mention this too. Is like 
Um, Baltimore does have a better bullpen, so if you're a little bit like, I don't know, uh, afraid of playing Pittsburgh full game, I first five I completely back. I just wasn't going to give it out without odds, and I can I can see plus one twenty five for the game, so I'll take that. Yeah, and they'll still be an underdog uh, within the first five innings, yeah. uh, probably around a plus one oh five one ten price, uh, if I had to guess. But um, yeah, either way, I, I think there is value on the Pittsburgh Pirates. All right, um, for my dog, I am going to go over to that game between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. I'm going to take the run line here on the Arizona Diamondbacks here with Merrill Kelly on the mound going up against Antonio Sensatella. Currently, I am seeing the run line minus 1.5 plus 120 for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Merrill Kelly has been stellar in his starts or, uh, against, I'm sorry, the Rockies this season. Uh, overall, he's 10-5 and five with a 2.87 ERA, 104 strikeouts. He does have 38 walks. Over his last five games, he's uh, he's 3-0 and with a 1.31 ERA. He's only allowed five earned runs in 34 and one-third innings pitched. And this season against the Rockies, um, Merrill Kelly, and let me filter this down to just this season. He's two and zero with a one point one five ERA. The Rockies have, sorry, the Diamondbacks have won both of those games by at least three or more runs in those two starts. Fifteen and two thirds innings pitched for Merrill Kelly. He's only allowed two earned runs to the Rockies, like I mentioned so far this season. On the other side, like I mentioned, is Antonio Sensatella for the. Um, for the Colorado Rockies, he's three and six on the season, four point eight seven ERA, forty eight strikeouts, twenty walks. Last five games, he's zero and three with a five point eight four ERA. He's allowed sixteen earned runs and twenty four and two thirds innings pitched. On the road this season, zero and four, six point one six ERA, uh, twenty one earned runs allowed in thirty and thirty and two thirds innings pitched. Against the Diamondbacks this season, he did have one start. He only was able to last two innings and gave up three earned runs to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And he's really struggled against NL West teams as well. Uh, one and three with a 4.34 ERA. So his last appearance, uh, that was a game where I believe yeah, Merrill Kelly started that game as well, where the Diamondbacks won that game nine to nine to three. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna back Merrill Kelly here. I, I think we're getting a nice, nice plus price. He's he's been he's in good form. He has good history against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Sensatella winless on the road so far this year. Struggled against the Diamondbacks. So at that at the run line of a plus one twenty, I'm gonna back the Arizona Diamondbacks here with Merrill Kelly. Uh, Noah. Yeah, I was eyeing this one as a lock, but the price was a little bit too pricey for me, but absolutely love the play. And I didn't know the little nugget about his three starts and them covering the run line in all three. Anytime you can give me a little bit of logic on the fade the Rockies bats away from home, I know it's there. I know you have to do it, but I just want to hear it in a stat that I can back on it. And um, yeah, you sold me on that play. I love it. Yeah, so that's my uh, dog. So recap, you are taking the Pittsburgh Pirates as your dog against the Baltimore Orioles, and I'm going to take the run line at plus 120 with the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, with Merrill Kelly on the mound versus the Colorado Rockies. Um, Before we get into our locks for the Saturday schedule, let me tell you guys, 
about IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we at SGPN use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Last but not least, let me tell you guys about our new sponsor, Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It's also it also has a bet tracker so betters can keep track of. Uh, their records of all your games that you're betting on and plus your betting activity. So like I mentioned, they they have a lot of great features uh, to help you become a better better Um, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking. Like I said, player statistics, key game statistics, game day weather. And I think that's, you know, huge for uh, baseball. when We talk about wind direction, things like that. So they give you all that information and also a one-stop shop where you can also uh, keep track of your records for all the betting that you do. So all you have to do is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, Noah, let's close out this podcast strong with our locks uh, for the Saturday schedule. Uh, I'll let you lead it off here. What is your lock for the Saturday games in MLB? So real quickly, I I like the idea of doing this, just running through the slate of like the confirmed pitchers and just kind of eye what kind of matchups I like for strikeout props because those are some things that like you and I lately love doing. Uh, I think Brubaker has a great matchup against the Orioles. Um, Just scrolling down, uh, just seeing which ones pop off. Nick Lodolo against the Brewers. Aaron Ashby against Cincinnati Reds. I like both of those uh, as left-handed pitching. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Merrill Kelly against the Rockies. And uh, it's not a great matchup, but he's pitched through bad matchups lately. My guy, Reed Detmers. Uh, okay. In six straight starts, he has six strikeouts or more. In his last outing, he had 12 strikeouts against the Texas Rangers, who like hit left-handed pitching pretty well. So, I mean, this guy, is he's absolutely rolling right now. I picked him up from fantasy, too. I i love seeing this guy succeed because I, I did it while he was in college as well. Yeah. Um, do you have any other guys that jump out off the no, page? Uh, Nick Lodolo, is, is he a lefty? 
So uh, I'm looking at the last the strikeout percentage over the last 30 days against left-handed pitching. Milwaukee number one at close to 30 percent. Cincinnati is number three on this list at 28.3 percent. So um, yeah, I think we'll be maybe on the same game parlay if your book does offer that. You can also <laughs> bet that I'd win bet as well. So uh, I do like that. Um, I think that yeah, those are the main guys that I saw when I was kind of looking at. Um, the schedule for tomorrow. Um, I think that was it. I think you cover the ones. I feel like we both share a brand on guys that we are um, targeting. Uh, I mean, we talk to each other every day, each week. So yeah. how, how can we not? <laughs> yeah, I think Shane McClanahan might be another guy. A uh, little teaser to my uh, lock, but uh, I think that he might. Um, it might be a guy that I do like tomorrow as far as a strikeout prop. But other than that, yeah, I think you uh, hit the nail on the head there, Noah. Yeah. Um, I mean, since uh, you teased your lock, I started the total and dog. Do you want to start the lock? Yeah, I'll start the lock. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Where's Shane McClanahan on the mound uh, against the Tigers? And, um, you know, McClanahan – he got off to, I think, a little slow start post All Star break. Um, coming back, you know, after the after the All Star break, he did get you know hit a little bit in that game in the All Star game. Uh, but you know, his last start, he got hit hit by the Cleveland Guardians as well, where he did give up five earned runs and four and one thirds innings pitch. But I'm gonna I'm gonna back him here going up against the Detroit Tigers. So far this season on the road, Shane McClanahan, 2-1 with a 1.99 ERA, uh, 45 and one-thirds innings pitch. He's only allowed 10 earned runs uh, in that span to uh, the opposition on the road. Uh, overall in the season, we know the numbers. He's been you know, in that Cy Young conversation. He's 10-4 and four with a 2.07 ERA. We know about the strikeouts, 158 to only 23 walks so far this season. Does have one start this season against the Detroit Tigers where he went seven innings, only allowed four hits, and gave up one earned run in that game. I'm going to see if I can uh, find that final score in that game. Uh, for Shane McClanahan against your Detroit Tigers. They finished that game uh, eight to one victory for the Rays. And I know the offense has kind of been, uh, you know, struggling for the Tampa Bay Rays, but I think there's an opportunity here when they're going up against uh, Garrett Hill for the Detroit Tigers, who's one in three on the season with a 5.88 ERA. He's one in three over his last five starts, uh, 5.8, like I said, 5.88 ERA. So he's been consistent with that ERA. Yeah. Not only on the season, but um, over his last five games, he's been pretty good at home. But I, I think that this might be a spot where you know he gets a little trouble, and maybe Rays can find their offense a little bit. Four straight losses in his last four starts um, for the Detroit Tigers, and the opposition has won every single one of those games by two plus runs. He's given up three earned runs uh, or more in this last four starts. He's has at least uh, two walks in four straight starts. Um, so maybe, you know, if that number is probably going to be a two and a half for him tomorrow for Garrett Hill on that walks prop, but uh, we'll keep an eye on it. If I do, if I see a one and a half, I, I may just take the over on that. But as far as my, uh, my pick here, I'm going to go with Shane McClanahan and the Tampa Bay Rays against Garrett Hill and the Tigers on the run line here, minus one and a half. I currently see that price at one uh, 30 for this game tomorrow. Uh, sorry for Saturday. So that's going to be my luck. Yeah. I have to say, I guess I like it because I, I had uh, capped Garrett Hill yesterday 
um, and they moved him back there instead starting Brian Garcia yeah. uh, for Friday's game. So, yeah, I mean, everything that you mentioned about Hill is correct. And then even worse, he has a 720 ERA in the month of July. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm right there with you. And this Tigers team, the offense is brutal. Um they jumped on Alec Manoa, but most of the time they struggle against the elite, elite aces. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I think McClanahan just rolls. And hopefully for my fantasy team, he just rolls. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was going to bring up real quick the strikeouts for McClanahan, but um, Detroit are uh, only they – they're right in the middle of pack 16th in K percentage over the last uh, 30 days against left-handed pitching. So uh, depending on what the number comes out from uh, McClanahan there, Noah, um, we'll, I'm sure we'll discuss that tomorrow, but uh, something on the radar. Yeah, you don't get the free two strikeouts against Javier Baez when he's swinging at a slider three inches outside. So yeah. that's that's basically the the pitch that the right-handers throw, and they get two strikeouts against him in the lineup. And also that might help your case too, because yesterday he made three errors in the game. So just not going well for him. He's got 17 on the year. And technically, I think he was only credited for two of the errors yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was three. <laughs> so Now you got uh, me curious to see how many like he averages per season but uh i'll try to dig that up while you do give out your uh lock for the day the thing that like i guess grinds my gears the most is like in april he was making all these flashy defensive plays and mm-hmm. yesterday there was two of them where he could have gotten dirty mm-hmm. and uh made the play but they went under his glove so i think they gave him an error on one of them and no error on the other one it was back to back at bats so really tough and then the other one was a throwing error and, I'm, and it's just brutal uh yeah. team's tough to watch and we we made the first out at third that's just nine u baseball that you can't get behind uh do you find a number or you want me to start uh you can start i'm still looking for it. i don't know why it's so difficult to find that number but uh yeah i want you to get out your lock and then hopefully i can dig it up in that time all right Okay, um, so my lock is going to come in an AL Central, though. I like the Chicago White Sox against the Texas Rangers tomorrow. Uh, the White Sox are plus or uh, minus 125. I don't know why I wrote down plus 25. Uh, minus 125 tomorrow for the White Sox. Bumping for Chicago is my guy, Michael Kopech, who is he's 4-7 and seven on the year. He's got seven quality starts, so he's got a 3-12 ERA, 81 strikeouts. The walk count is a little bit high at 46. That's what the, why the price is a little bit low here. 95.1 innings pitched. He has a 239 ERA in his last four starts. He just doesn't get any run support from this White Sox team. I'm hoping to capitalize on what the White Sox have been doing lately because I do think that their bats are showing some signs of life in the past week. Um, Texas, they're starting Dane Dunning, who's one in six. He does have eight quality starts, so he's another guy that kind of like Kopech doesn't get much run support from his team when he's on the mound. 430 ERA for Dunning, 93 strikeouts. Again, his walk totals high, too, at 43 walks in 106.2 innings pitched. Uh, the thing that stood out to me about Dunning is that he has not been in great form lately. He has a 677 ERA in July. So with the White Sox bats, hopefully just heating up a little bit here. I know they lost game one against the Rangers in a low-scoring affair, but uh, over the last week, they've doing they've been doing pretty well. Um, so that's going to be my lock. And as I mentioned earlier, just check the graphic because I may throw a strikeout prop on there instead of this one. But uh, yeah, that I, the Chicago White Sox. That's my lock. 
Yeah, um, you know, the White Sox, it, 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 so the one thing about them is that, like, right now they're finally healthy, right? Lewis Roberts is yeah. back in the lineup for uh, for the Chicago White Sox. And uh, I believe Michael, you said Michael Kopech is going tomorrow, correct, for yeah. the um, – um, for the White Sox, you know, he he the the record is not there for him, but his ERA has been respectable this year, where it's actually three point one two um, on the season. He's three uh, three and three on the road, three point zero nine ERA. But um, yeah, I just feel like the Rangers they're just not they're not they're just not you know doing well over his career. Michael Kopech has gone seven and two thirds innings against. Uh, the um, the Rangers, and he's only allowed one earned run in that span. Uh, and this has been between about four different appearances where he's come out of the bullpen, um, and, and he's had one start back in 2021 last season where he did have five innings and only gave up that one earned run. So the history is there for Michael Kopech against this team. Dane Dunning has been a guy that we have faded on the road, but there's no way I can put my money behind you know him. He has a one and six record with a four point three seven, sorry, four point three zero ERA. Like mentioned, just hasn't recorded a win um, over his last five starts. Zero and one, four point seven four. He has been better at home, but the one thing that really does stick out to me here against AL Central teams, he's zero and three with a seven point nine four ERA. Let me see if I can wiggle this down to how he's done against the White Sox. Um, He's yeah. He had one start last year where he got hit uh, for five earned runs in two and two thirds innings pitch. So when you have a healthy lineup like the White Sox do now with Lewis Roberts back, you know they're a team that can put up five plus runs uh, on any given night. Like you know up and down this lineup is one of the better ones when healthy in the American League. So yeah. I, I'll, I will co-sign that with you. So yeah, um, I mean, you mentioned the health. Yeah, Lou Bob, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Eloy. That first four is just up there with any in the league. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of power in, in those first yeah. four two uh, guys as well. So um, yeah, just to recap our locks. Uh, um, Noah is going with the Chicago, sorry, the, yeah, the Chicago White Sox with Michael Kopech on the mound against the Texas Rangers with Dane Dunning. And my lock is going to be the Tampa Bay Rays run line, Shane McClanahan versus the Detroit Tigers with Garrett Hill on the mound. Um, just to wrap up the hobby bias talk. So <laughs> I don't know why he, I don't see a number for his errors on, uh, in 2021, but 2020, he had um, 15 errors. 15 in like the 60 games? Holy moly. Yeah, let me see how many games it was. Javi Baez. Yeah, so he played in 56 games. He had, sorry, in 2020, he had eight errors um, in 56 games. And gotcha. then 2019 was a year where he had uh, 15 errors in 128 games. So. As great as the leather and the flashy plays that he does make, there's always those boneheaded plays that he uh, always does makes with the errors. With um, we, we know at the shortstop position, there. Yeah. Anything else, my man? That's gonna do it. I know it's a yeah, short it, episode. It, we it usually just do. sounds like. Yeah. Go ahead. My bad. Wi-Fi was just delayed. <laughs> but it was really bad. <laughs> go ahead. Just no, no, I was just going to say. Because uh, it's just all negative for Javi. Yeah, it's just bad for Javi. I mean, I 
I think as a as a Tigers fan, you're probably you know thinking, how can we pay this guy that amount of money for oh, that amount of years? I was saying that when we signed him, I was yeah. like, no way! Like it, he was probably like not probably he was in my opinion like the fifth option of the shortstops on the market, and then yeah. he went out there and still paid him the big contract. So it is what it is. He's probably nearing a career high in errors. The season's over anyway, so who cares? I really thought Correa would end up there just because you know, the, the the rumors were Correa and he go with the Tigers and the in the AJ Hinge connection. So yeah, they were going out to dinner every week. That was the rumor. Yeah. It was just like really weird that he didn't land here. We just didn't want to. We didn't want to pay it. We yeah. didn't want to pay it. All right, so that's gonna do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. I'll give you our lock, dog, and total for the saturday games uh like noah said make sure to check the graphic that we do put up on our uh on our mlb gambling podcast twitter account in case things do change but uh we really do stay true towards the picks that we do give it's most of the time just the odds you know yeah the odds change just because we record a day usually a day before when the odds do come out but um you know we plays that we give out we're betting them for sure so um uh, hopefully you guys are cashing along the way with us uh shout out to insano uh loyal listener uh of ours and always in the chat so uh hope you have a good weekend and say no i know anything else before we get out of here my man uh no just gonna this weekend write an article for fantasy on uh rb draft rb heavy draft strategy or robust rb however you like to say it um moonoff are you into the fantasy football stuff I am. Uh, last year, I actually won a league. Um, I had a really good team last year. I think I was drafting with guys that didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was, you know, it was good to collect a little bit of money and actually, you know, win a fantasy league. So you know, I, I usually two. do about two or three a year. So uh, it, if I get one one championship in there, it's always a good year. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I do like three or four. I won two of them last year, though. Like my go. my guy Stafford went away, so I knew I could probably steal him late in rounds and. Uh, took cup too in like the sixth round so he was a league winner for sure <laughs> yeah it's, it's already draft season it's crazy to think about it so I like know, noah dude. said uh check out the website a lot of great stuff happening with our fantasy football podcast in our in our football they writers. are taking off yeah especially with all the content that's happening so make yeah. sure to give them a follow uh and subscribe to their pod as well it's like um, gpn fantasy on twitter i think that's what it is They're yeah tight. Yeah, and again, when you follow, you'll see all the other SGPN um, Twitter accounts that we do have across all the pods that are happening on the network. All right, Noah, that's going to do it, my man. Uh, Good luck, everyone, with your picks this weekend. We we will be back in some form or fashion for the Monday games. Enjoy your weekend. Bet responsibly. Let's break these books off and let it ride.